Podcast. Get ready to ride along on our Florida road tour powered by Kohler Engines, Xmark, Toro's Horizon 360, and the Debt Free Landscaper. We are traveling the Sunshine State, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your host, best selling author of the new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hype House. We are chilling here at Poolside. Jason, Brian Fullerton, Naylor Taliaferro, Tracy's over there, and uh, we're having a great time. So if you missed yesterday's episode, you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't say that. No, we it had a good time. We, we, had, we had a great time. Bunch, bunch of uh, bloopers over there, and uh, Jason Krell. <laughs> what? No, you said no. that on purpose. No, I'm trying. I don't know the right way to say it. It's spelled C-R-E-E-L. Say it. It's one syllable, say it, Jason. Creel. There you go. Creel. Creel. Oh, no, no. So I. So because of his accent, that's why you're getting Creel. confused. Yeah, yeah. It's Creel. I draw it out a little bit, but it's really just one Creel. syllable. Creel. Creel. Uh, right? You know how right? long you're it had Creel? Yeah. Creel. And Naylor says it better than I do, just to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Fullerton taught me is under promise, over deliver. <laughs> Yesterday, I put a big promise that today's show would be better. All right. So let's go. All right. Let's get into the mean potatoes or something. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> Jason, yeah. we're, t- we're talking yesterday <laughs> about your business. I want to talk about selling your business. You've sold a business twice, right? That's a good I one. Lost three count. times. I lost count, to be honest with you. I've sold... <laughs> That's a good way to go. I've sold... No, I've sold... Uh, well, I've sold four different times to, in different portions. You okay. Know, is this that. all in lawn care or was this your newspaper? Yeah, no. Uh, no. That, <laughs> well, <laughs> why are you going to bring that up, man? I, 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 I failed at a, a coupon book Coupon book. Do you, do you want yeah. a headset, Brian? We are, <laughs> the peanut gallery. Brian's like uh, Joe Rogan's guy, Jamie. That's <laughs> uh, the background. And this whole trip's been yeah, going four, pretty four. good and you're going to bring up my failed uh, coupon book coup- fundraiser. I, I, I don't even believe in coupons anymore. I'd rather pay full price and oh, use coupons. It's going, Paul. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So here's what, here's what I want to ask. That first lawn business you sold, yeah. when you built that thing, were you building it with the end in mind that you're going to sell it? Or you, you, you realized close to the end, I got to sell this. And then you had everything kind of maybe not as organized as buttoned up as, to get top dollar. Well, 
I, I did not build it to sell it, but I, I do believe in building businesses to sell. I think that's actually probably one of the greatest things about being self-employed. But in that particular situation, somebody actually approached me and who was looking to buy, and he had looked into another business, and then he came and looked at my business, and he liked my numbers and my business better than the other business. And so that's how the negotiation started. And I feel like, and Brian, you've done a lot of one-on-one business coaching calls. Most guys I talk to, I'll ask them that question, what, what's your plan to sell? And they bark at me. I'm not going to sell it. You know, I, I, my passion about this and, and we'll throw emotion into it. Like I'd never saw this. Is, you don't understand, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I wasn't, I was saying, why don't you build it just in case? Yeah. You never know if you start, your shoulders start turning, your back starts turning. Your wife wants to move to Texas or Alabama. (laughs) Not only that, it it makes you have a stronger, well-structured, more organized business if you build it to sell. Whether you're going to sell it or not, it's going to be running like a a business to be sold. Exactly. And I always tell them, you think you own a lawn care company, but you own an information company. So you need to have this information so organized that if you do go to sell it, that you can get top dollar. And, And you had Alabama lawn pros and you had names that are very easy to sell. When you have a, you know, Rick's lawn mowing, yeah, your struggle. No, I'm not picking on Brian's lawn <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't want to go man. there, Brian. <laughs> no, it's but all I, good. I wouldn't. If, if I could go back 14 years, and Brian didn't know 14 years ago, he'd be laying out in the Gulf of Mexico, you know, with those YouTube millions. Yeah. But Brian's lawn maintenance is, is, in all honesty, and this is not picking on Brian. That's not the best business name, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. If you're going to sell it, especially, but but still. But it's good for guys who are just starting out to have a pride. You know, I'm Chuck. Yeah. That's my truck. Chuck in the truck. <laughs> like, that really doesn't break it down for you. Well, right. I, you know, my thought is, uh, is, somebody told me one time, it's like a house, you know, you, you might want to get your house ready to sell one day, and you're thinking, like, what all do I need to fix? I've got some rotted facial boards. I need to paint some things. I need to fix all, you know, in your business, you should look at it that way, like, what do I need to start cleaning up so that it is uh, sellable? And as I've talked to people who are interested buyers, I've, you know, I've talked off and on with different people, and they really want to have it organized. They want to know the numbers. If you got kind of messed up books and it's just not put together and you got, you're running off a bunch of mental notes, it is going to decrease your value. Yeah. And that, when I'm on my one-on-one coaching calls, that's one of the first things we start ironing out is getting the foundation, getting the system in place, getting the information, everything organized. And I, I try to start from that point. So as you build it, it's to sell it, even if you're not going to sell it, like Naylor said, to have that all in place. So we'll dive into the details of that coming right up. Sounds like Paul's been having a good time there at the Hype House. I'm a little worried about your voice, bro. Maybe uh, somebody can hook you up with some mineral water. I know a guy. Hey, it's Marty, the audio engineer and producer for the Green Industry Podcast. Or The, the title I really prefer is just Vibe Manager. Yeah, I'm the Vibe Manager. I'm definitely digging the vibe of the new and improved website that we have at Green Industry Podcast. This is just the beginning. We wanted to have it launched to coincide with the Hype House and, of course, to incentivize you to check it out and grab some programs, contracts, and services to help just propel you into a great 2021 and save you a little bit of money. We've got a special promo code for you. Easy to remember, MR Producer, all one word, MR Producer, saves you 10%. That code works on every item in the store with the exception of the Cut That Grass and Make That Cash book. So I encourage you to check greenindustrypodcast.com today. 
Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together, triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. Hey guys, Brian Fullerton here. You might have heard me talk about how I'm always looking to invest in myself and take my life and my business to the next level. In the past, I've taken my friend Mike Bedell out for steak dinners so I can pick his brain and gain some valuable insight on how to grow my business. Bedell is now offering his coaching calls over at his website, debtfreelandscaper.com. And honestly, they're a real bargain. Like half of what a couple of steaks for myself and Mike used to cost when we go out for those coaching dinners. Bedell has changed my business, changed my life, and that's why I'm happy to recommend him as a lucrative resource for you. Make this the year you invest in yourself. And of course, don't forget to use Brian's 10 to save 10% on all items at debtfreelandscaper.com. Make the business part of your landscape business easier and more efficient with Horizon 360 business management software from Toro. It's built by contractors for contractors, helping you simplify business tasks like crew scheduling, equipment management, estimating, invoicing, and more. You'll say goodbye to clutter and chaos and hello to streamlined management and a better bottom line. Check it out at horizon360.toro.com. If you disagree with him, it's because you are wrong. Paul Jameson. He is the most interesting lawn man in the world. All right, guys, we are back here in the backyard of the Hype House. Uh, Fullerton's taking his siesta of the afternoon. Tracy's over there enjoying uh, the beautiful weather. Naylor has a great business name, Clean Cut Lawn Care. He's kind of done things with the name, with the structure of his business. I've seen firsthand, you know, I've been in your um, uh, Midlothian. Did I say it finally? You did. Good Midlothian, job. thank you. And I've, I've been in the neighborhoods you work in. I've, I've seen the route density. I've your your company gets a stamp of approval from me. Thank you, And uh, you've really built yours well. Jason, what have you noticed as you've sold uh, that you would like to impart? We got a lot of guys that are just thinking about starting their business for the first time this spring or maybe they're in year one or two. What are some of those nuggets that a lot of guys make these mistakes coming out of the gate that you, you really don't want to make? Yeah, I think, well, you mentioned the name. I think something that can be transferred over is good. I think some things, too, you, you want to understand what, what is valuable about your business. I had somebody tell me the other day, he was talking about my business. He said, you know, Jason, there's actually value in your, your name, your brand you've established, and even your website's ranking in local search engines. You know, So I get tons of leads from Google, and, and that's very valuable because, you know, if you're out there paying all this direct mail and all those stuff, nothing wrong with all that, but that costs a lot of money. So if you if you're website is you know dominating google in your local market that has value so um you know i think there's a lot of things that 
that have value. And two, if if you can position your business to where it is is running without you, I mean that that's obviously going to be more valuable. You know, when you're talking about these big time businesses where you got the business owner and then but somebody's managing it, you know, and it's it's just kind of running. And you're talking about big money that people would pay for something. What like was that. that tipping point in when you said or you talked to your wife and said, Tracy? Why don't we sell this? What started the conversations or the situations that you're starting to go from technician, execute, getting your revenue through the business to thinking, let's cash this thing out and, and, and move, uh, adjust a little bit? Yeah, well, I think uh, for me, I'm, I am emotionally attached to my business. No, I don't want to pretend like I'm not emotionally attached to it. But I do think you don't want to get so emotionally attached that you don't ever sell your business. So, you know... As you read books, business books, a lot of them talk to you about, you know, selling it one day and just positioning yourself to sell. So that's what I did. I kind of set mine up with the idea that maybe I would sell it one day. Yeah, I lost my whole train of thought, man. We all posing with these. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Paul. I was just te- uh, texting. I mean, Paul's text- out here with no shirt on. I'm supposed to be talking about business. He's posing and flexing and doing all kinds of I was texting stuff. my sponsor. They're just ask how the tour is going. I think you just lost a sponsor with that oh, flex. Oh, you think? <laughs> oh, 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 man. Well, Jason, I wanted to ask you, what, what, what are some key things that you learned from selling business one to business two and business two to business three? Yeah. Well, in, in clarity, uh, I don't know if I've ever just like, sold the the first time I sold was the biggest biggest I ever sold I sold like 85% of my business basically and then I had to move so I had to sell what was left over and and then uh and then I I sold like a portion of my current business but that was more me just like I had to make that decision am I going to be solo am I going to grow to multiple trucks and all that and at the time I was trying to kind of buy myself some more time um but Oh, I'm sorry. What was your original question? Just, just like some of the like some of the things that you learned from from one sale to the next sale. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, a friend of mine that kind of advises me sometimes. He told me a lot of times when you go in these negotiations. Okay, it is a negotiation, and they said it, it, it's basically like the the seller is looking for a. A king's ransom, basically, and the buyer is looking to pay for a bargain. I mean, so it's there's usually a wide gap at the negotiating table. So you want to yeah. have one of these signed disclosures. You know, you don't want to throw all your numbers out there on the table for your competitor to look at and see unless you've got a, a signed non-disclosure agreement. Um, but again, even, even going in those conversations and not getting a deal, I don't look at that as a failure. I look at that as, okay, I know what I need to improve on to make my my business more attractive. So for instance, let's use my business example. I was doing six applications uh, for a lot of my lawns and a lot of my competitors were doing eight and nine. And so I thought, well, if, if I can increase the number of applications I'm doing, well, that's going to increase my revenue. It's going to more align me with what my competitors are doing. And so that if one day one of them bought out my business, it would be an easier transition and again, those revenue numbers is the big thing they're looking at. So uh, I've been able to kind of clean up my route, get it to where it, it it's more automated, basically. I mean, you know, I just saw I had so many things I had to clean up in my the route I was running and how I was just having some people on six apps, some on seven apps, some on three apps. And I was driving all over town. I said, you know, this doesn't transfer well. So it just, I think... 
again, I don't look at it as a failure if I don't get a deal. But if I get a deal, man, I, you know, I take it. I think it's one of your best opportunities to sell your business and cash out. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I love the lawn business and I can go do more lawn business. I'm never, I'm still in the lawn business, but if I can cash out, then that's what if I want If you started do. with a clean slate, you had a healthy amount of money in the bank. You could start to get the equipment, hire the employees, do marketing, do everything right. You're not strapped for cash. Would you start a weed control and fertilizer company, build it and sell it, or would you do the traditional lawn and landscape? I definitely do weed control and fertilization. I think from a selling point now, they're just more valuable. Now, if you're going to go out there and build some humongous uh company like there's a company in my area that does like 50 million a year in in maintenance and installation stuff so obviously they're worth a lot of money but if you got a chemical company that's out there generating two three four million dollars a year and they got eight or ten trucks running and it's just year-round clockwork i'm telling you that's worth a lot of money uh for some you know business person to come in and buy absolutely and it happens all the time in our industry i think more times than not Things are so sloppy and, and disorganized that the amount of money that's left on the table is, it, it would take your breath away. It, it's just too much. But if you do it right, selling's definitely an option. Jason, we appreciate you coming down here. I know we'll be hearing uh, plenty of you on YouTube. You're going to be interviewing. You've already interviewed Dr. Frank, haven't you? I did interview Dr. Frank. That was a, that, He's a great guy. We enjoyed talking with him. Yeah, Dr. Frank Holloman. Well, I'll look forward to That's going to be on your YouTube in the next month or so or what? Probably the next week. Oh, really? Yeah, you know me. I'm fast. I got to get going. Yeah. Well, I, I'll definitely. Your YouTube channel's Lawn Care Life. Yep. Over there on YouTube. Naylor. This is your shot to, we got to boost these um, numbers over there, LCR Media. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, seriously, guys. Naylor and Brian and I, we use the same producer who's been doing this for 32 years. And he really has, and I don't say this lightly, but Mr. Producer has what I call the spirit of excellence. And he wants everything to sound crispy, to sound nice. He's probably, you know, getting mad that there's a trash, <laughs> trash service is right behind me. All right. Yeah. This the is like Mac the fifth truck. time they've come today. Well, in the I last know. Two hours. Like, how <laughs> many times are they emptying the garbage? It's like when I went to Fullerton's house. Here oh, comes the Bobcat. I've lived here two years. These jokers never come here. It's Saturday <laughs> oh. morning, 7 a.m. Me yeah, and um, what's that guy uh, from the chainsaw guy? Mark Parker. Mark We're Parker. sitting there in the yeah. garage, you know, 7.30 Saturday. <laughs> they're, trying to get, they're trying to get after us. We're going to be a hot day probably. Hot day. <laughs> hot, hot summer day. No Oh, man. Anyway, so no, back, back to Mr. Producer, no, who's probably, uh, you know, yeah, cringing he's, he's over twinge, this. Yeah. He's twinging this. But we have something special here with the Mr. Producer Network. We, we got Fullerton, Naylor, Caleb Allman is going to join the team. So... Yeah, it's it's really cool because we take passion in trying to bring valuable content. He makes sure it sounds. <laughs> the, <laughs> That's good. He's not a miracle. He's not a miracle worker. You, you right? can't but. fix a Mack truck, you know, ten feet away. Look at these guys. They they spray it out afterwards. That's pretty cool. They got a pressure washer. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that's the trash bin cleaning service. Yeah. Gosh. So when you got two point five million dollars, so they, they have homes, it all. They get your trash out. out and then they they pressure then the guys washer come guys and pressure wash it. for breezing it out. Oh. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Anyway. <laughs> in all honesty, the reason why, um, the main reason why I wanted to get in touch with Mr. Producer was for 
the ability to actually put on this podcast because I, I have so many things going on as, as a lot of us do different priorities and I didn't want to add a whole bunch of new workload on my plate I wanted to record the content but I wanted help to take it to the next level to to, to edit whatever needs to be edited to, to boost the sound quality you know all that kind of stuff and I knew because Mr. Producer was already working with Paul and Brian and doing a great job with your podcast on a regular uh, episode daily or three times a week whatever doing a great job so I, I was like hey Paul can you know do you think I can uh, get in touch with Mr. Producer is he, is he is he busy like I kind of felt bad like I feel like you know he might be overwhelmed because he's got a you know full-time job at the radio show and everything you know like, no, 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 no. contact him he's loving this kind of stuff and he's, he's like us like you said he's like you know thinking about like you know you know like oh man I'm all gung-ho about about all the the extra stuff and yeah. whatnot you know and I I I I was like, let's go. Let me let me contact him. So that's where, you know, he's a great guy. He's also a resource, not in addition to the sound quality. He also gives lots of tips and tricks, right? Like he's 32 years of experience. Yeah, right. So in, he shoots us, yeah, he'll shoot us a text or an email or something and be like, hey, you know, here's here's a little FYI or hey, you know, that you know, work on your on your pops, you know, your pops and your S's and all plosives. that. You know, yeah, your plosives. Where's where's the mic and all that kind of stuff. And so he really helps fine tune it, which is something that obviously I wouldn't get without him. And it just a Allowed me to produce this content or to make that provide this content. <laughs> <laughs> now we got birds in the background saying just stop and end oh. the episode. Yeah, but you know that's it, because of Mr. Producer, I was able to actually put this podcast together. I've wanted to do it for years, but I just didn't want to put any more stuff on my plate. So what, thank you to Mr. Producer. Yeah, and what I like about you and Brian is you're consistent in the off season. <laughs> you doubted me, man. I did, but <laughs> Brian says in the off season, expect a show on Monday. Guess what happens? You got a show on Monday, yeah. and then in the season, you know Brian will be back. To Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or maybe even during the spring rush, right. possibly even maybe throw a week or so, and we'll see right. what happens. And you say Tuesdays Tuesday, and Thursdays because Thursday, yep. you know Brian's Monday, Monday Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> so trying it, to fill up the week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell guys all the time that are just getting into podcasting, you just found Podbean. Huh? Podbean is where is that? I don't understand why people use all these iTunes and Spotify and stuff. I I thought you I thought he was being sarcastic. I was like he because he called me one day. I roasted him on the show. I didn't think he listens to my podcast. Yeah. He calls me one day and what did I say about fertilizer and, and the smells? Or I I roasted fertilizer weed control. Yes. Yeah, oh, you you said you hate the smell and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like Jason Creel. I I I I said something. Oh, you used his name in a in negative there? connotation oh. about Jason Creel. Uh, bit, uh, fertilizer, yeah. <laughs> and then I get a call out of blue. You know, the nicest guy yeah. in Alabama. Hey, Paul, you know, Jason Creole, I was listening to your podcast. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> How did you find my podcast? And he's like, Podbean. And now Podbean. I thought he's joking. Podbean, yeah. like a jelly bean, you know? Yeah, I've never heard of that before, Podbean. I think it's Podbeam. Podbeam. Oh. Yeah. Beam, like I, beam I, you up. I think. I'm not sure. I, if you just go search for podcasts on Google Play, it's what comes up. Podbean. <laughs> so, right. so he found the show, yeah. and he actually listens. Because I, Dr. Frank Holloman, I had him on the show and you said that was one of your favorite episodes absolutely and uh i you know i got to get him on my show because he talks about cellular health and, and very very knowledgeable so you know one thing about mr producer too you were saying about consistency is oh yeah he's also become like a, a an accountability partner for myself yeah for he'll, me almost, he'll you can know? you you, yeah, well, you he, don't he'll text me email through. me any new episodes coming through and I'm like, <laughs> oh i gotta get on it you know like uh let me send them to you you know so but i'm always trying to be like more mindful of his time too but he's like no just send me whenever you got it whatever you got it and i'll get to it when i can get to it normally it's like the next day or something so uh shout out to mr producer for for all the knowledge but also being an accountability partner but you guys 
something. You guys are an extension of this show. They're, they're all like the same. Whether you're listening to Fullerton Unfiltered, you're listening to LCR Media, Pop, when you're yeah. listening to The Kid Contractor, that's Caleb's new show that mm-hmm. it's going to be out here any day now. You're going to get some personality. You're going to get some education, and you're going to have a high-quality sound. This is a one-off that we've had. These birds. <laughs> we have the one that wants to be outside. No, I, I, want, I want to get a tan. You know, yeah. I, I got it. Well, no, I, I, I get the philosophy for sure, but it's a it's a highly uncontrollable environment that we're in right now. And then we right got now. the trash guy in the Mack yeah. truck drive by three different times. Yeah. So don't don't use this as the uh, <laughs> as the, the benchmark. Yeah. The content's still there, but, you know, there's yeah. a lot of distractions. But, but I just say that to say, go listen to, uh, subscribe to LCR Media, and um, you guys are already friends of the show with Fullerton Unfiltered, but if not, smash that subscribe button. And uh, we'll be back uh, for the Sunday service. That's a show that I do on Sundays. Jason, you've uh, you've actually been on the Sunday service before. I have. And uh, shared about your baptism experiences and uh, about your show. That's, so that's just a show for me that I like to do, a bonus episode on Sundays. And then we'll be back and um, hit it hard again next week with more episodes from the Hype House. So, you said experiences. I've only been baptized one time. Okay. Well, there was a whole story about it. You were playing basketball and you go and oh, bang yeah. on the door and, right. and you said, baptize oh, yeah, me. Yeah, and yeah. the guy's giving you the run around and you're like, no, baptize me now. You know, let's, yeah, let's, let's right. get this, okay. get this going. And so, that makes um, sense. yeah, the, the, the experience. So, all right, guys, well, I need to go and, uh, freshen up here. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thank, th- you, thank you guys. And real quick, if you missed yesterday's show, you did talk about your Weed Control and Fertilization Academy. Uh, give us a quick 30-second sales pitch here uh, for our friends, that are the, the, the guy that stuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, all, for, all, for both of y'all. If you're still listening now, both of y'all. Thank you. Please, funny, man. <laughs> then, uh, Chip and should, skip. <laughs> you should consider the Weed Control and Fertilization Academy. Just check out the show notes below and use Paul's link. But it's uh, basically... I'm teaching people how to get into weed control and fertilization, and it's been very good for my business, learning how to what to spray, when to spray, how to price it, how to get going, making more money in weed control and fertilization. And it will be in today's show notes. Click on that, and check out our new world-class website. Guys, we're going to take it over to the best producer in the biz back in the Jameson Media Complex in Georgia, Mr. Producer. Next week, we have some killer shows that are on tap for you, including a takeover. Yeah, a literal takeover of the podcast by the ladies of the green industry hype house. Sounds like a new TV show, doesn't it? Yes, a chance to hear from Brittany Allman, Liz Fullerton, TQ, Savannah Spencer, and hopefully an update uh, next week as well on Paul's adventure doing some deep sea fishing. It may not be quite as captivating as, say, Old Man in the Sea or even Jaws, but I'm pretty positive Paul can stir up some trouble on a boat. A quick reminder, the pricing matrix that Paul's been mentioning over the last couple of weeks is free with your purchase of the e-training course called Know Your Numbers. Now is certainly the time to do a deep dive on all the products over at greenindustrypodcast.com. Guys, it's almost game time. The spring rush is almost here. Do yourself a favor. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com and save 10% with MR Producer as your coupon code, MR Producer. See you on Monday. Have a blessed weekend. Hey, Lenny Magno with Xmark here with some food for thought when it comes to choosing the right zero-turn mowers. What do you value in a zero-turn mower? Productivity, reliability, cut quality, or a combination of each? At Xmark, we're constantly listening to our customers to ensure our Laser Z mowers deliver the right features, 
productivity, and uptime performance to help them grow their business. Visit xmark.com to learn about the innovations that make the Laser Z the green industry's most trusted zero-turn mower. Your spray rig is the heart and soul of your business. That's why Graham Spray Equipment builds long-lasting rigs designed to minimize downtime, maximize efficiency, and improve your income. And then we back it all up with service and support that will blow you away. We're always working for our customers. Putting you first is why we're second to none. Check out Graham Spray Equipment on Facebook. Visit us at GrahamSE.com or talk to us at 770-942-1617. That's 770-942-1617. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to the debt-free landscaper, Toro's Horizon 360, Xmark, and Kohler for powering our Florida road tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we've provided the links in today's show notes. There you will also find the link to Paul's new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button and stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.